Hey there, this is Quintessential 2, and I'm back with a review of Real House by the Potomac. Now, I actually recorded yesterday a review, and I felt like I missed out on a lot of things. Um, I felt like I missed a lot of things um, in the review. So I kind of went over my notes again and said, let me just add a few more things, because there were some pertinent things about the review that I need to really focus on. And the one thing is this, um, it's the notion of friendships. We have, or, you know, what they call in the reality TV version of friendships. Because the only true friendship on this show really is Giselle and Robin. That's it. The rest of them are just acquaintances and they get together for purposes of recording for this show. That's it. I don't think they really fool with each other beyond the time frame of filming. You know, that's it. So we get a few different situations. One, we're seeing uh, Giselle continuously stirring the pot. We see Giselle continuously showcasing how much she is, is, is really unhappy with both herself as well as can't uh, begin to have happiness for others. Karen has mentioned that she's starting, oh, well, before we can get to Karen, Giselle goes over to Candace, well, they were at the little springs and doing the little swimsuit thing and pictures and all of that. And she asked Candace, do you trust Karen? Now, see, we already know that Giselle doesn't see it for Karen. And when you would, when you ask a person a question about whether or not they trust someone, there's a lot of things that could be um, implied just from the question alone. Now, Candace isn't stupid. Candace knows that Giselle and Karen go back and forth. They've been, you know, that's just been the nature of their friendship or their relationship, whatever you want to call it. So she already knows that. And I know that, well, Giselle knows that Candace is feeling a little bit some type of way because Karen is refusing to outwardly provide or refusing to ice out Monique. You know, she's still friends with Monique. So she goes and she says, let me go ahead and dig us some dirt and really get Candace to start thinking here. And she asked her that question. And Candace is like, I don't really know. I'm not sure what I think about Karen. Um, there are some things that make me question our relationship. Um, so I'm just in a in a in a quandary. I don't know where, what and how, what to think at the moment. So that was to really get. Candace to really, you know, start thinking, looking more closely because all along, both Giselle and Robin in particular do not want these ladies to film with Monique. Okay. That is a tactic to, if you ice her out, if no one's, it's no, if no one is going to film with her, then she has no place on the show. Okay. Because how can she be a member of the cast if half the cast isn't willing to, or the majority of the cast is unwilling to film with her. That's the whole thing. So when you see or hear Giselle or Robin talking to Karen and saying, we don't think that you're holding Monique accountable, what they're really saying is because you are constantly filming with Monique, you are still rewarding Monique on this show for her bad behavior. And therefore, she's not being truly punished because she still has allies and we don't want her to have any allies on this show. We want everyone to be against her. 
See, Karen, and not Karen, uh, Giselle already knows Ashley is on Monique's side. Whether Ashley was forced into that situation or whether Ashley really, truly is on Monique's side. Nonetheless, Ashley's on Monique's side. Karen is on Monique's side. So we got to really uh, weaken that. We got to weaken the, the, the hold, the stronghold, and we got to get rid of Monique. That's what that's what Giselle is trying to do here. And Candace is not 100% with that, believe it or not. She's kind of like, uh, I'm not sure about that. I'm going to just, you know, keep it cute right now and stay on mute, which is a smart move. So then we get, you know, ladies that go sidecar uh, riding and all of that. They go drink this poncha juice at this, uh, you know, where they, uh, some restaurant, whatever. And they have a conversation about um, Karen's wig line. Karen is coming up with a wig line. And here goes, here goes Giselle. Oh, Karen is always starting a business. Giselle, sweetheart, in your position right now, I don't know what business you have going at the moment because um, you have not said anything about a new business. The Every, every Hue Beauty is liquidated, not in business. So for you to have a comment about Karen starting a new business, in addition to her LaDom fragrance, is really not a good idea because it makes you look jealous, you know, because your business isn't doing well, so much so it was liquidated. That's not a good move, Giselle. That was a dumb move on your part. So anyway, you know, um, so yeah, uh, Karen talks about, you know, her new wig, shift party that she's going to have. That was a play on the whole situation where Karen's wig was shifting out at some, one of those barbecues and the wig got a little, t was going to the side a little bit there. So I think that was a cute idea on, on, on Karen's part. But here goes Robin. So is Monique invited? And Karen said, uh, no. Now, Karen, you should have been more honest and said, at least in that moment, say, you know what? I'm not even sure. One, if if I were to invite Monique, would she really want to come? Because she feels right now that she needs to be with her family. That would have been a better answer than to flat out say no. Um, I just didn't think that was a good idea. Okay, so here we go with that. So then we get to talking about um, Robin's uh, hat line. And, and all the ladies are looking at their photos. This week we actually do see Giselle's photo because last week we didn't see it. So this week we get a chance to see it. And Wendy goes, well, oh, these are great. Where's Karen's photo? And, you know, of course, Robin is like, oh, well, you know, her photo didn't turn out so well. So it's not on the website. Robin, girl. First of all, I don't know what was wrong with the photo. I mean, it, it's just a hat. I don't understand how, you know, it, 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 she showed off the hat. I mean, I don't know. You know, you're thinking that, oh, she looks too old. You knew. I mean, when you were there watching them take her film, okay, because you were looking, what did you think about just uh, not yourself, uh, uh, Karen, when it, when she was photographing at that time? Did you have a problem with it then? You waited, had to waste her time, and then when they came back, you can go ahead and say, oh, it doesn't fit the demographic. I don't know what the demographic is, because. Seems to me if you got Giselle in there, you would have uh, 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 Karen. They're not that far apart in age. Giselle at the time was 49, but, you know, and Karen, 57, 58, something like that. They're not that far apart. Okay. There's, you know, but okay, it is what it is. So then we get um, talking about, you know, 
sending nudie photos and all that type of stuff. And Candace, uh, Candace, you know, decides to send boob shots to Chris. And he's like, girl, what are you doing? Laughs at it, which I don't blame him. So, you know, I mean, it was cute. It is what it is. So later on, we get to the, 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 the main part of this whole discussion, which is the dominatrix party. Okay. Uh, Ashley's like, you know, she wants to get back to her old self and feel sexy again. You know, she's lost a little bit of who she was and all of that. So Ashley gets dressed and well, all the ladies get dressed. Candace had the best outfit. I mean, she went all out with the, with the mask and, and everything. Just the whole outfit was, it looked like a real dominatrix outfit. She looked great. By far, by none, she was the best looking. Everybody else was just okay, but she looked great. Giselle could have been better if she tied that. I don't know why. I think her corset was a little too loose. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. So we, they were having some fun. They talked a little dirty talk, talking about the last time, you know, they performed fellatio on their guys and everything. And uh, uh, um, <coughs> Karen said, well, it's been two years. I've retired my mouth. That was funny. That that was funny. I thought that was kind of cute. And, you know, everybody else is talking. I, I You know, I think Giselle said right before right before she left, I'm like, Ugh, okay, we really didn't need to hear all that. But everybody's talking about that. And then they talk about uh, the, the Candace, not Candace. Um, Ashley brings up about her little situation that she had. Her and Michael were out at a club or at some concert. And, and this woman just randomly comes up to her and um, touches on her right in front of Michael. He was all for it and everything. I'm like, okay, girl, it, you know, just some random stranger, just, uh, all right. But you know, that's what they were into. That was their thing. So it, you know, Hey, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> That's all I can say about that. Here comes the worst part of the night. Ashley finally tells Candace that she wrote a character statement about her, not in favor of, um, you know, just, just talking about it. Well, it was a character assassination statement. That's what she did, and she let her know. I, I talked about the incident at your home and all of that, and you know, because Monique asked her to do so. Now, Ashley. You should have turned, you should have said, I, I want to stay out of it. You should have said, look, this is a legal matter. I really don't want to be a part of that. But from what I'm hearing on the streets, you had no choice but to do that because you owed Monique. This is what I'm hearing allegedly. But anyway, so you went ahead and you did that. Of course, Candace is, is obviously upset. She's living. And why wouldn't she be living? And you... Also told Robin and Giselle that this was your way to get back at her. So it really had nothing to do with you being concerned about Monique being away from her children, possibly going to jail. It was all about you getting back at Candace? Girl, if you didn't sound more ridiculous. And, you know, you know, Wendy was like, you know, it's one, th you know, she said the same thing Robin said about, had you wrote a statement about Wendy being, not Wendy, um, Monique being a great wife and mom and all that kind of good stuff. That's one thing. But for you to go attack Candace, that was just all the way out of order. Now, Ashley, I have to wonder, did you put in your statement everything that happened since you want to talk about that incident 
um, that Candace told you to leave her home. Did you put that in the statement? She told you to leave her home. You walked outside, talked to Giselle, and then walked your behind back in the house. At that point, you were trespassing. Was that included in your statement? Because all that should be a part of the statement that you were writing. All of that, since you want to talk about that particular incident, that should be in the statement. You were asked to leave, you left, and then you came back. Now you were trespassing. Did you put that in your statement? Okay. I have a feeling you didn't do that. And you selectively wrote just the one part about you getting into an argument. What was the argument about? What it actually, what transpired that caused such an argument? What happened? What were y'all arguing about? Did you say that Candace need to um, act a certain way in her mother's house? Did you insult this woman in her house? Okay. So if you're going to talk about that situation, then talk about it in its entirety. Don't leave anything out. See, that's how, you know, things really, you know, you, you took it upon yourself. See, what you should have told Monique was this, a girl, look, I can't even talk about that incident because I'm in the wrong, you know, and Candace is defending her household. So I can't really, that's not a good enough uh, 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 thing for me to even discuss. You know, because if I discuss this, I have to go into the detail about everything that happened at the, in that night at the house and everything that happened doesn't land on Candace as being all in the wrong. So I can't even get involved in this. I'm going to have to step away because I'm going to be the one looking stupid and crazy, not Candace, which is your intention. That's what you should have said, Ashley, but you didn't. All right. So, of course, you know, there's that, you know, Kansas, like I said, she's over. She's like, can't believe it. Then Karen, you know, mentions uh, that she, you know, that uh, to the other ladies, because Karen, you know, you know, of course, Candace walked away, that she saw uh, what Candace wrote in her statement about her saying that she released a glass. Um. So, Karen, you knew what what Candace had wrote. You knew that if if you saw that, then you also knew about Ashley writing um, this character assassination letter. You knew that as well, but you didn't say anything. Karen is looking a little less and less that she's look she's looking less and less impartial at this point. She's trying to say. And, and she's trying to keep this statement going that she is impartial. But I really I'm starting to begin to feel like she's moving more and more or has been more and more on Monique's side a little bit. But, you know, um, that's just the way it looks um, to stay impartial means I have no comment on 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 any side of the situation, really. And and I really don't. I'm not faulting one or the other. That That's kind of where I would think that being impartial would be. But anyway, so that's that. Um, we find out, you know, Candace talks about, you know, how she's been in the presence of Monique and her husband talking about Michael and Ashley. You know, she said, Monique is just using you. That might be true. That might be true. And I don't think that Ashley was aware of that. I think Ashley was just like, okay. 
Well, I really, you know, I think Ashley just took it like, okay, well, if she, if that's what it is, that's what it is. You know, Ashley didn't really give you, I really cared about that so much. I think she did care. But again, I believe that Ashley, Ashley might've been forced into a situation that she couldn't work, wiggle her way out of or didn't know how to wiggle out of it. That's what I think. That's my review, Real Housewives of Potomac. Next week, we're going to see the wig party. And guess who's showing up? Talk to you later.